Blog Talk Radio. Sorry for the, the confusion. There's been some confusion on the board. Yep. Yep. Somebody uh, somehow the, the computer shut us down, but we're back on. So, um, Bob, you're out. Um, you've got a got a. a Joyous occasion. Do you want to talk about that right now, or and talk about your fishing? Hello. Uh, I hit the wrong button. No, it's but, uh, all go good. Ahead. So, 
opening weekend for uh, Keith Salmon up in north, uh, northwestern Washington. Uh, with my family, a bunch of rednecks, love it. Uh, we caught the fish today. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to eat all the, all the can want crab, oysters, and uh, salmon tonight. Uh, I wish the people on the uh, East Coast uh, could experience our, our prices because uh, 12 oysters over here cost us nothing. 12 oysters on the East Coast cost us 60 bucks. So right. wow. uh, I, I love the West Coast. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, uh, Ty, see, we'd love to, to go to the West Coast with this. Is uh, um, Booyah Base that he makes. Oh, his gumbo? Uh, yeah. My God. Yeah, that's, that's one thing about being from New Orleans. I absolutely uh, enjoy his gumbo. Um, yeah. You can't get it any place else. You really can't. No. It has to be homemade no. down there, man. If you can get it any place else, and you can't, can't get um, good feeling anywhere either. Oh, man. Hey, Bob, man, I'm really glad that you're happy with the transition today, man. I'm, I'm very happy that it's working out for you, bro. Well, the transition isn't all that good. I, I wish my daughter uh, could have had the best of us and the best of her mom. You know, the whole thing, yeah. all these people that have uh, separate so for kids, um, be the best you and and try to take advantage of the best of the the mom or the dad. Don't don't neglect these kids. You know, I'm I'm the biggest fucking redneck, uh uh fisherman, uh hunter, uh whatever. And and my daughter's of a mixed race. And you know, you know, and and she's out there, um, graduated with uh you know, uh, Black History Month and your teens. I'm proud of all that. And 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 she started a, uh, a Black Everything Club. But at the same time, uh, I want everyone to just just enjoy life. Um, yeah. Stop stop. You know, giving people you know any certain religion, sex, or color any any. Uh, 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 you know, uh, prolific event, but just enjoy life. You know what I mean? And, and, and yes, sir. proud to all the kids, 2021, they had to deal with a lot of stuff, uh, yeah. with, you know, going to uh, school online, you know, it's going to change the world. The fact that everyone's realized that they can work from home at the same yeah, and do the same thing, but I I get that, but your kids will still distract you from doing the best job possible. So go to work, do your thing, get your extra three hundred bucks, whatever it is. Uh, God bless you. Um, my 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 daughter, uh, we 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 gave the opportunity of going, you know, six years of of of. Uh, College, uh, because military can take advantage of the college, uh, California thing. Um, and she chose different, and I, I can't be mad at her for do, doing that yeah. because every kid's gonna choose their own yeah. path, and that's, that's so true. 
Uno, I want what's best for all of you. But right. you're all going to make your own decision. And that's that is so true. Yep, yep. Hey, Ty, uh, let's uh, get started here on the Jamel Charles tonight. Um, oh, that is tonight against uh, Juan S.C.L. Yes. Montiel. Um, yeah. Montiel's a, a, a pretty, uh, you know what, he's got a pretty entertaining style. He's a pretty, uh, pretty big puncher. Um, with that said, he's, you know, again, kind of a few tiers below uh, a Jamal Charlo. Um, you know, obviously, two guys, I always say this, you know, two guys are too good to anything can happen. And, again, this guy has a unique style. He's a, he's a solid puncher. Um, but, you know, this guy stepped up in competition, got blasted out two rounds by Jaime Manguia a few years back. And he had a draw with Hugo Santano. Hugo Santano is somebody that Charlo took out in three rounds. So that kind of shows you the level he performed at. Um, he would have, he, you know, he could have a career best performance and maybe quit Charlo. But Charlo's a prohibitive favorite, and I expect him to, to, to win going away. Okay. Hey, uh, Bob, what do you think? Of, did you think of uh, uh, Anastasia's uh, uh, victory last week? Is that the girl? Who are we talking about? I think he's talking Adesanya. about Israel Adesanya, Adesanya Israel and Martin Vittori. OMG. All right. So, so I watched the whole fight last weekend. Uh, again, I'm out fishing with my family, so I have no uh, computer access. But that, that fight last weekend, uh, phenomenal. If you're not in, you know, if you if you're more into boxing versus UFC, you kind of got to spread those two because we we got girls and guys going for boxing uh, um, and going to UFC. They're just dominating. Boxing is the the fortune. If 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 I can say anything, put your kid out of high school or. Junior high school into wrestling and then right after that into boxing because uh, a great fight last weekend. Uh, they, they did phenomenal and 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 uh, I, I can't say enough about how she did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, out of um, you know, he 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 really did a phenomenal job. Uh, there were some questions going into the fight about his takedown defense because what happened when he fought Jan Blakovich? Blakovich took him down the last two rounds and was able to secure a decision over him. Uh, again, that fight happened at 205. Blakovich is not Martin Vittori. Not that Martin Vittori is not a qualified contender because he absolutely is. Um, but with that said, Martin Vittori is a smaller man than, uh, than Jan Blachowicz. And um, so Israel had some questions going in about a takedown defense, and, you know, he fended off a bunch of takedowns. When he did get taken down, he was able to reverse position. He escaped the uh, submission attempt. Um, so he did some good things in there. He looked good. The only fight that's left to make right now would be uh, Adesani against Robert Whitaker. And uh, it looks like Martin Vittori and Paul, Paul Acosta are calling each other out. So interesting to see where it goes. But uh, it was definitely a very, uh, very uh, good performance by Adesanya. Yes. All right. Bob, what happened to Nate Diaz last week? Oh, my God. That was a bloody so, battle. 
know we we all predicted it ever on the show. Um, so uh, Diaz going up, I guess the better striker, the, the younger guy got dominated four out of five rounds. But Diaz never can be uh, underestimated, and he almost caught the knockout with one pump at, on the fifth round. But uh, other than pointing fingers and saying, I got you, you've got to know when to finish. The Diaz brothers are all about the show. The show. I'm like, look, I just knocked you out, and you're you're about to get really knocked out. If you would have finished, we all said it last week. Diaz couldn't finish it. We we all said cut by the third. He was cut by the third. Even though by the fifth, he could have finished it, but it didn't happen. Just we all predict same thing. Yeah, Leon Leon Edwards outclassed Nate Diaz basically for 23 minutes and 30 seconds. Like, he Mm -hmm. dominated the fight. You know what I mean? He really dominated the fight. Um, With that said, Nate's a very durable guy, and Leon couldn't put him away. And Leon, you know, he says he got caught a little complacent, but Nate Diaz caught him. And just like Bob said, Nate Diaz had him whopped. He had him on Queer Street, as they used to say. And instead of going in for the kill, Nate Diaz points and starts bragging. You know what I mean? And so, like, those, like, two seconds that he wasted could have been the difference between him pulling a miraculous comeback um, and, and him just coming up just short. With that said, Leon Edwards, man, if there, was, if, if there wasn't bad luck, he wouldn't have any. Because yeah. uh, it, it just seems like he's always snaking. He dominated the fight. Nate Diaz pulls off a Hail Mary to, to, to catch him at the very last second. Uh, doesn't get the win, but all anyone's talking about is how Nate Diaz almost knocked him out. So Leon mm-hmm. needs to have a really clean, dominated performance to propel him into a potential title shot, which is what he was mm-hmm. going for. So, uh, But that was a tremendous fight, man. Nate Diaz is yeah. He's the real deal when it comes to toughness and grit. Um, you know, Nate Diaz is undersized at welterweight. And, you know, so he gives up, you know, positions to these guys. When they get a hold of him, start to grapple with him, he's going to give up position because these guys are bigger. So. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, Ty, what do you think? Uh, I guess it's about time that Povetkin uh, retires. But what did you think about that announcement? I'm sorry. I, I have no idea what you're saying because I was talking and I was just vomiting from the mouth. No, sorry. <laughs> well, at least you did it from your mouth. <laughs> right? No, so okay. I'm, I'm saying so, so Damian Maya was on the same car, and Damian Maya used to be oh, that's right. number one. Yeah, yeah, we, 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 we would tune in to see Damian Maya fight. But he's on his way out, just like we all talked about. All these, all these older guys that I, I love because they were my era are getting cut now because yeah. though they made the UFC, they've been there ten years too long. Well, what yeah. the f? All right. So Damian Maya, and, and so he lost his last fight. He went in there. He's a single leg takedown. He couldn't win. All these new yeah. guys, all you new sons of bitches, you, you, you got the cardio <laughs> and the skill, but 
47, I ain't got the cardio. I'll beat you in the long run. But hey, if Bob, you hit me in 30, what? Hey, would, would you like to see the UFC do a Legends League like, like it's been kind of bantered about from time to time? OMG. I got 40 people, including myself, as long as I get to fight one of those fucking kids right now. The, the there Herbie, it is. Yeah, you, boy, between you yeah. and Benny Big Dog Hernandez, oh, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would, oh, I would so rob him raw until I get wiener burned. Yeah, I, I'd <laughs> run him dry. <laughs> so you would really, so you, you, you definitely would like to see a Legends League. Like yeah. a, a ma- like uh, but a you know, like in boxing they have an amateur masters Maurice masters league in boxing. So, like, but if, they, if the UFC I mean, could do that, the fights would still be marketable because you'd have guys. You know, you still have named guys who just guys. you know what I mean. It'd just be no different than having a senior store in PGA, right? Chuck Liddell. Look at all these old guys fighting. I mean, these are the guys that made the sport. Everyone would tune in. But anymore, you wouldn't tune in for a six-fight series of it. You know what I mean? So one fight a night, all the old guys would sell it. They sell it better than anybody. Because we had the bad guy, good guy stuff. The Chuck Liddell versus T. Ortree. Uh, you know yeah, I mean? man. The, the Mark Colt versus... Like, like you know, Bellator, Bellator has proved that these fights are marketable. And, and they're yeah. marketable because they're, they're marketable because the fans know these guys from the UFC. So it just seems yeah. to me that if they were just to have a Legends League, right, where after, you know, instead of, instead of cutting Overeem, instead of cutting Damian Maya, instead of cutting Woodley, you say, all right, you know what? You guys can either go someplace else or you can compete in the Legends League. You know what I mean? I think a lot of guys would do that. Those fights would be marketable. You could put them right on the main card. You know what I mean? Especially uh, as a co-feature sometimes or even early that lead off a card like that. Could you imagine leading off the card like that? That'd be great, man. Yeah. I, I would pay the money to just, yeah. A Maurice Smith against Silva, but yet we now we got TRT maybe taking on or no, it wasn't Tito, but it was taking on one of the boxers. We got boxers transferring over the MMA, MMA transferring over the boxers. The MMA you know guys with the money. Vitor Belfort is about to fight Oscar De La Hoya. Oh, shit, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Vitor Belfort was about to fight De La Hoya. Who, hey, hey, Frank, who's that girl that's a boxer that just okay. went over to the MMA? And oh, Clarissa Shields. Clarissa yeah. Shields. Yeah, yeah. Now, she's the only one that I'm mad at. Because why would you go down to a lesser fight paycheck? You know what I mean? They're not getting paid in the UFC. The boxers are getting paid more. So why do they have crossover? I, I get because, that, you know what? That, that, I think for her, like for instance, Amanda Nunes makes more money than Clarissa Shields does in boxing, right? No. Clarissa Shields, no. Oh, for a fight. Clarissa Shields gets, obviously, she, she gets a lot more promotions, commercials and stuff. Oh, but Clarissa Shields always complains about the uh, her paychecks in boxing. 
Um, and one of the reasons why she wanted to fight uh, fight MMA is because it's something she's always wanted to try. She enjoys it. She was training with Cyborg for a little bit. And, you know, again, she's 25. So even though her grappling, is going, her grappling takedown defense is going to be way behind the curve, Bob, you know, man, when you're 25 and you're just starting this thing, you can improve by leaps and bounds between fights. Yeah. You should be changing every day at 25. You, you know, at 25 years old, uh, oh, my God, like every day should be epiphany from 25 to 30. But these kids are like, oh, I already know what I know, and what I know is going to beat you. The f- is, sorry, I hicked up right at the, uh, the PT warning. You, you know what I mean? Like these kids, yeah. you, why do you? think you're special we've been doing this for fucking 80 years like we know what works you're not that special if you can do what we do better than we can do it then you're good but stop thinking you can bring your stuff to the game that's going to make a difference you know you know the saying man you don't know what you don't know yeah these kids you're going to show me what I know at 40? You're 20 years old. You don't know shit. Sorry, been drinking. No, but that's true, though, right? You can always – so when you when you see an older guy who is still very technically sound, that's a guy who was a good student, man. You know what I mean? A, a lot of times – A 40-year-old guy yeah. with technique will take a 20-year-old guy with stamina. But a 20-year-old stamina guy with technique will take anyone. And they don't want to listen. Oh, I know more than you do 20 years younger. Shut your mouth and do what I'm telling you to do. (laughs) uh, Right now, his students are listening. Look, his students are listening and are like, oh, shit, I hope he's not talking about me. (laughs) Yeah, all y'all. All of, our, yeah. all of our listeners, all of our, my students, same thing. I mean, it's the same thing we were talking last week about the boxer stance versus the MMA stance. Like, look, if you're right. going to run your heels in one line, okay, that's cool. And you'll do a certain – you can bob and weave a certain way as a boxer that you cannot do as an MMA fighter because I will knee you in the face if you lose your eyes from my necklace <laughs> And you guys know what I'm talking about. You know, you know what I mean. You, you got to stare at my sin. Like you're a football player, and, and, you know, and your coach is going to tell you to look at hips, you know, and all this stuff. Uh, wrestler hips, you know, center mass. But when you're a boxer, the center mass <laughs> is right at your necklace. I can see everything you do from staring at your necklace. And if I if I if I take my eyes off that, I'm distracted. But if I stare at your necklace, I can see your feet, your hands, your head. I know where your head's at. It's right above your shoulders, and that's where I'm swinging. You know what I mean? I don't need to win over that. You know? I was sparring my crew one day, and I was uh, stepping in to put a little pressure on him. And uh, he, he threw a right. And when he threw the right, boxing, 
a boxing instinct kicked in. We're fighting Muay Thai. A boxing instinct kicked in. He threw the right, and I slipped it, but I slipped it by leaning hard to my to my right. Um, and what I ran into was a, a left shin right in my neck. And I was like, yep, that's the difference. That's the difference. So, yeah, yeah I mean, they're, they're different weapons, man, different weapons. The art of eight limbs, well, it's really the art of nine limbs, but the art of eight limbs, you know. Um, right, right. So, and that's the name of Muay Thai, the art of eight limbs. I tell people, and not even talking about having to defend takedowns and clinches. Martial arts means the control of oneself. Quit trying to control me. Control yourself. Know what you do. Know what you're doing as you match. Set your own stuff up. Try stop trying to anticipate what I'm doing and be the best you. Uh, my my daughter graduated last night. Be oh, the congratulations, best you. man. Thank congratulations. you. Congratulations. Be the best you. Be the best you. No, but that, that is true. You have too many fighters. You, you know what they always say. It doesn't matter anything. Be the best you. They always tell fighters, you know, don't wait. Don't react. Make him react. So that is exactly right, man. Yeah. Hey, uh, guys, we're joined by uh, Tony. Tony, uh, what do you think of uh, Jamal Hill's uh, uh, problems last week in the ring? Oh, Oh yeah, another snap, crackle, pop, man. That, yeah, that boy oh. took that one well too, man. I, yeah, but I think it ended up being a dislocation at the end. I believe they came back and said, but yeah, that did look pretty painful. But yeah. he took it though, man. I tell you what, that was that was brevity right there. Mhm. Okay. It, it, Ty, what'd you think of uh, Amanda Nunes? I mean, I'm sorry, Amanda, uh, Amanda Soriano. Uh, with her 60-second uh, takedown uh, last week. Oh, I missed that. I didn't see that one. Yeah. I must have still been working. Ah, yeah. She's a boxer and dominated that stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't see that. I missed that. Yeah, what do you think, Bob? Well, okay, okay here's my thing. So we got, we got some MMA people uh, that are trying to do the crossover for boxing, Oh, paid. Amanda Serrano, the boxer. Respect, yeah, I missed that fight. Yeah, well, I didn't watch that one. I respect yeah. those people. But then we got the boxer girls or people like her that are going to MMA. Just, just go. Why would you take a pay cut to do the same damn job? She's doing Amanda, Amanda Serrano. Get your punch. You know, like Amanda Serrano as a boxer, right? She has like six, she's a six or seven division she's champion so titles, right? Um, but she's been fighting MMA actually for a number of years. Like that wasn't her first fight. She's had several fights in MMA, um, not against elite level competition by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but I think she just really enjoys combat sports, and so she's somebody who's been doing it, uh, who's been who's been moonlighting in MMA for 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 a few years now, actually. Uh, but no, I didn't see her fight there. Yeah, it was a, it was a uh, it was one of those things. If you blink, you miss the whole thing. I mean, she yeah. submitted yeah, the girl in, in, uh, in sixty seconds. Sixty seconds. Yeah. Uh, front and naked joke. Yeah. Front and naked joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, daughter oh, wow. okay. up with the boxing. Daughter up with the boxing. Out her with the boxing. 
So she do did like a, a bullshit. Oh, sorry, uh, G rated uh, off. Bull, bull crap. Uh, yeah, uh, okay, the sorry. Thing is well gone. I was ruining the shit. I, well, I like do it string rated with Bob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Benny. And so like uh, try to do a takedown, like a single leg, and she wrapped her up in, in, in a front naked choke. So, so huh? if you can get a guillotine, because that's that's the transition. Boxers will 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 mess you up on their feet, and if someone can outclass you on the feet, well, you have to if you're smart. Take down. Well, if there's a good boxer that has good takedown defense. And you shoot in, you're going to get a rear naked choke, a front naked choke, a guillotine, all of those things, because you're diving your neck in there, and, and like a wrestler, because wrestlers aren't used to doing that. They can go to the left for a single leg, right for a single leg, uh, a left or right for a double leg, whatever. But if you you can have the ability to wrap them up to a, a, a front uh, a guillotine, and that's what she did. Yeah, done. So she's three and zero as an MMA girl. I think uh, what sixteen and three as a boxer. So she's got great, great, great hands. So she's going to dominate most of the girls. And 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 welcome to the sport. Okay. Hey, uh, Tony, what what do you think about uh, Julio Cesar Chavez, Chavez Jr. Missing weight by 2.4 pounds. Matt, what an absolute uh, tool. Yeah. What an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a thousand dollars to give up. Oh, that hurt. Mm-hmm. What was the first you know, of the fight? I, I forget. But it's, you know, it's the. It's the it's, I'm, Against Anderson Silva on the undercard of the exhibition between uh, Macho Camacho Jr., Matito, and uh, his father, Julio Cesar Chavez. Uh, But, yeah, he had to give up 100 for missing. You know what? And here's the thing, right? 182 is the largest weight allowance ever in Chavez's career, ever. And he still missed that. For a fight against an MMA, a 46-year-old MMA guy, albeit a, a freaking great who I love, but still, right. like, I mean, you know, here's the thing, right? Chavez Jr., used to, I mean, he got shit on for years because of his lack of commitment. I personally always enjoyed the guy. I enjoyed his style. Um, when he came to fight, he was the guy who broad pressure, had a granite chin like his father, uh, was a dedicated body puncher, man. I really enjoyed watching him fight. The thing is, he just didn't show up. And with Chavez, not only didn't he show up, but he got to a point in a career where he will half-ass it in the ring and then just be like, you know what, that's about it for me. Like, he was doing okay against Danny Jacobs, and all of a sudden, you know, my shoulder. So, you know, I, I, I think it's getting to a point where um, he, he really needs to, to have a really dynamite performance in the ring to kind of make people forget about the weigh-in issue. Um, to mm-hmm. save any kind of credibility for him to go ahead and still sell cards, because him just getting by on his dad's name is actually drawn to a close very, very shortly. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, and again, I say this guy I absolutely enjoy. Here's my thing for MMA, right? Because MMA doesn't take boxing as serious as boxing should take boxing. 
you you know the difference between a uh, guy that makes wake and a guy that's a half pound over, a punk and a bitch. You, you know what I mean? Because uh, if you're gonna make weight, if you're an athlete, you make weight. If you're a punk, you're half over. You, you know what I mean? Because you're trying to take something from somebody else. Do your job. Your only job, like, you know, we, we talk about who, who's that basketball guy. I don't even, I don't even watch basketball. Whatever, he, like, you know, something, 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 you know, all the stuff with this basketball guy. Do your job. Stop being the politics. Stop being the whatever. Same thing with a fighter. You don't get an opinion if you're half pound over. Do your job. Make weight. That's your job. You study, you become an amazing fighter, and you make the weight that you're going to fight. Don't come at me with your excuses when you're half pound over, whole pound over, or two pounds over. Do your job. Yeah. The yeah. weight was at yep. 182. Anderson Silva hasn't fought below 185 in 15 years. He's 46. He yeah. made the weight. He made the weight. Mm-hmm. Chavez Jr. did not make the weight. He came in two pounds heavy. So, you know, it, 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 it's, it's not only is it disrespectful to your opponent, but it really truly is disrespectful to the sport. Um, just like steroids, right? Because I think, with, you know, one thing we want to see is a fair and equal competition. Um, so, well, I, ah, that, that's what, that's what I, it didn't surprise me. I actually, I, I actually guffawed. I laughed out loud um, and, and just because it was just so disgusting. <laughs> you know, I mean, I knew he was going to miss weight. I just knew it. No, I laughed out loud. Did you guys see that Facebook meme? It, 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 the thing is, with the Olympics, with the UFC, it doesn't matter the sport. You 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 get three athletes in that sport, and then one normal person. And then see how badass that normal person gets fucked up. You know what I mean? Whether it be skiing, whether it be uh, uh, coming down the hill and uh, Snow skiing, water skiing, fighting, you know, just, just watch a normal person. And that, that way we can gauge how good our athletes are. Yeah. Hey, uh, Ty, one of your uh, one of your favorite fighters, Lemachenko, is coming, uh, coming back in the ring. Uh, what's your thoughts about that? You know what? What, what? what I like about Lomachenko, what I've always liked about Lomachenko, is he dares to be great. And I say that because he, you know, obviously he's a guy who fought for the title in a second in a second professional fight, um, and and he's always taken on stiff competition. So he lost to Teofimo Lopez, his first loss since that Orlando Salido fight, his second fight, um, and he obviously, you know, he he didn't take the decision well, but he he obviously had some shoulder injuries, had shoulder surgeries. He comes back months later, right? And he's fighting Nakatani, who's this big, tall, rangy Japanese fighter who's tough as nails. He, outside of Lomachenko, he gave Teofimo Lopez the toughest fight of his career right before Lomachenko. He gave Teofimo Lopez six. He's coming off of a dynamic win against Phil Verdejo, who, again, as I mentioned, is in jail for possibly murdering his Right. mistress, um, but he came off a tremendous knockout of Felix Verdejo in a fight where he was arguably the underdog. So Lomachenko is going to be the favorite, and he should be able to, if he's Lomachenko still, right, he's getting a little up there in age, and I don't say that by performance, I say that by the way his body's responding, he's getting injured a lot. Um, if he's still that guy, 
you should be able to maneuver against Nakatani. But Nakatani is the textbook definition of what you call a tough out. So the fact that Lomachenko coming off an injury is taking on a guy like Nakatani, I think says something about him, and it's, it's a very intriguing fight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tony, what, what do you think about uh, uh, Jose Bedrazo? Um, he's got a fight coming up uh, in uh, next week. Uh, who's he with, fighting? Uh, Rodriguez. Uh, Julio Rodriguez. I don't yeah, know much about Pedraza. Like, yeah. They actually fought last week. They were on the under. I forget, oh. uh, forget what the headliner was, but they were on the undercard. And um, Pedraza actually broke him down and, and had a stoppage, like I think it's seven or eight. Uh, it was one of the fights that I missed. Um, okay. But, you know, Pedraza's the former lightweight champion, uh, and, and he's a guy who every time he looks like uh, he's done, he kind of hangs on. Um, but Pedraza's name should be familiar uh, to you because Edner Cherry oh, yeah. fought him yeah. for his lightweight title, and right. Edner Cherry right. lost a very, very controversial decision. We all thought – Edner won, not just yeah. because we're friends of Edner, but because Edner looked like right. he won the fight. And, uh, and then Hedraza was eventually had his title taken by Tank Davis. Um, right. But, uh, but uh, again, this is a guy who is, you know, just kind of hangs around, and just when you think he's about to fall off the cliff, he, he comes up with a big win. He also gave Lomachenko a, a pretty good fight, too, a few years back. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, he uh... – uh, I, I was talking to Edner uh, yesterday about that, and he, he, um, you know, he would like to get back on the uh, on the air with us, but he's got uh, he doesn't get off work until uh, eight o'clock at night, so he sort of misses it. But uh, the um, uh, he felt that uh, he won that fight, and that uh, yeah, the scoring, I mean, everybody uh, thought it was uh, a bad decision. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, if Ed, I remember Edner correctly, sent, like you know, the large percentage of press row had Ed, Edner winning that fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, Edner sends his uh, best to everybody. He uh, wants to make sure that everybody knows that he's still out there. He's uh, doing his best to uh, do whatever he has to do. But uh, at this point in time, you know, he's physically unable to to fight. Um, you know, he had the heart attack, and then uh, actually right. he he died on the floor of the gym and they revived him and then they put a uh, a stint in and that didn't work and then they put uh, a uh, oh, what the hell they call that box a fib box in and now uh, he's got that in there and he's got a uh, heart monitor on uh, most of the time as well as a uh, uh, what do they call it uh, I can't think of the name now but anyway he's got two machines work keeping him alive but uh, he did, well, all, did yeah uh, all that counts is that he's healthy yeah, and he, you know, he's healthy yeah, and fighting as you know, no matter. He's typically, uh, uh, typically Edner. Uh, nothing's, uh, nothing's uh, enough to upset him. He uh, really uh, has a, a great look. Uh, he still looks great. Um, he's training his boys, and uh, but he's not coming all the way over to uh, um, St. Pete. I mean, that's a hundred miles each way that he was driving each day. And uh, oh, wow, he's now. Yeah, so he's now uh, uh, training his boys at a local gym near near him. But uh, well, kudos to him. He had a great career, man. He really did. Yeah, yeah. How about uh, Tony? What do you think of Yuri Gamboa? Um, he's going to have a fight in uh, uh, in August uh, against Chris Holbrook. 
Gamboa? Yeah. Did you say Gam- Gamboa? Yes. Not real familiar with Gamboa either. Um, I don't know. Somebody probably touched on that one because I'm, I'm not real up on him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't know much so about Gamboa. Well, you know, he lost his last two fights. He lost to Tank Davis, in which he, uh, I think, tore his Achilles, right? And yes. um, but but he, you know, he he stood up to Tank's power, and he, you know, was a very admirable performance. And you know, Yuri Orkis Gamboa is one of these guys with the name who's at the end of his career, but a good performance gets him the next paycheck. He had a good performance against Tank Davis. He ended up fighting Devin Haney. Devin Haney decisioned him because Devin Haney doesn't have big power at that weight, but he decisioned him. And uh, because it was a credible performance, you know, with a, some resistance from Yuri Orkis Gamboa, he goes on to get another paycheck. So I don't know who he's fighting, uh, but it doesn't surprise me that, that you know, he's having, an, you know, an opportunity placed in front of him. Mm-hmm. All right, let's, uh, let's touch on a, uh, a touchy situation here. Uh, Tony, what do you think uh, of uh, the uh, Wilder Fury 3 coming up? Well, I tell you what, I I enjoyed both the first two fights. I can't believe Tyson Fury got up from the pop that Wilder threw at him the first time. I don't know how he did it, but he did it. And then uh, Wilder lost with the next fight. But I, I honestly think Wilder's not playing around this time. I think even though Tyson Fury, I don't look at him as the best fighter in the world. I mean, I know he's the heavyweight champ, but I have a feeling that Wilder might be able to pull this off. It, it, it could go either way. I think it's going to end up in a knockout one way or the other. But I, I'm thinking Wilder might have a little bit of, uh, a little bit more tenacity to to go forward and, and pop him and drop him this time. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ty, what do you think? Man, I agreed with everything Tony said up until his prediction. <laughs> um, I, I, I do think the fight is more dangerous. I think the fight is more dangerous than than the public uh, typically views it. Right now, Fury's going in as you know as a big favorite as he should, based on um, basically outboxing Wilder and surviving his power the first fight, and then coming in and, and essentially just using his size and skill to, to to run over Wilder. And he kind of predicts on doing the same thing. And I think if he does the same thing, I don't know if Wilder in the time since the first the second fight has developed the necessary skill set to go ahead and be able to deal with that. Um, with that said. One thing Tony's absolutely correct about is Wilder is coming in with a different type of tenacity. He absolutely has the power to end the fight. So um, just like Tony, I enjoyed uh, both fights, and I'm looking forward to the third myself. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Good. Hey, Bob, what do you think about uh, Brandon uh, 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 Morano uh, submitting Fitzgerald? Uh, oh, Great fight. Yeah, like, raise it up to uh, 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 what's the capital of Mexico? I'm sorry, I, I'm apparently racist. I don't know Tijuana, whatever. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm retarded. It's my bad because I'm ignorant. But hell yeah! Uh, wow. Okay, so 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 that that's my thing. He came in. He got kicked out of uh, tough. Uh, he got kicked out of the UFC series. 
Uh, not yep. a good fighter. Then comes back and booyah, first uh, a Mexican champion from Tijuana running that shit. Way to go, Brandon Moreno. Um, oh yeah. my God. The last time they fought, what a great fight. Uh, 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 you know, it was going back and forth, knowing you could determine the winner. But, you know, people thought Moreno, people thought the other guy. Well, was champion, but Moreno took that legitimately second time around. Uh, Viva La Mexico. Uh, whatever. I know I'm a fucktard. I, I'm racist or whatever. I, whatever people excuse me of. You, you, you I'm a biggest racist to say Viva La Mexico. But, yeah, <laughs> Long Live like, Mexico is not racist. <laughs> oh, okay, my bad. You know, I, I, I'm a white guy with a bald hat. I'm racist everywhere I go. So, so, but it, it, it was a tremendous, absolute tremendous oh performance God. by Moreno. Oh, I mean, Moreno oh, went in as the underdog, um, and and he was a step ahead of Figueredo every part of the fight, in, in not only in the oh striking, but in the grappling, too. Figueredo took him down close. in reverse position. Um, it was a brilliant performance by Figueredo. Neither guy had been stopped. And Brandon, you know what, Brandon Moreno hung in the first fight because he's so freaking durable, right? Uh, but this fight, he noticeably improved from a game plan standpoint, and even from a technical standpoint. He was flipping Figueredo's power shots much better. He was always in position to attack. He just, yeah, I mean, it was a phenomenal performance. It really was. And he didn't stop. The guy's so energetic, he just kept going. The man never took a break. Yeah. I mean, he was going yeah. forward the yeah, whole time. Game. He dummied the whole fight. And a lot of times, he was more of a ground game guy and, and uh, figuring out the, the stand-up. But this time, he dominated every aspect of the fight, yeah. uh, not yeah. only to get the W, but just in case it went to the judges, W, 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 way to go, Viva La, uh, Mexico. I'm heading down. I'm heading down to check that out in about a week or two. Uh, yeah, he earned that one for I'm, sure. I'm, he he I'm, deserved I'm, that. Yeah, certainly Mexico is looking forward to it, Bob. Oh, I know. Yeah. It doesn't matter where I go, though. I'm six foot two, two hundred and eighty pounds, uh, bald and a goatee. I'm racist. It doesn't matter where <laughs> I go. You know what I mean? I hate. Apparently, I hate everybody. But yet, I, I would rather hug than, than fight. But I will fight. <laughs> All you gotta do is give me cross. Get me cross. So really, you're not so much as racist as you're misanthropic. You just hate people. <laughs>
So you see why all-time great badass Josh Burnett has like 50 fights and only one win by disqualification. You see why he's <laughs> just this guy. You see why he's just this guy. Hey, Ty, what you think the Nidito Jader coming back in any ring? Oh, man, you know what? Nidito Jader, since he's moved to 118, he's had like a career renaissance. Um, yeah. You know, he's only been stopped once. That was at 126 against a big puncher in Nicholas Walters. So he came down and he, he was able to withstand uh, the monster in the weight fire. Um, and he dominated Nordine Ordoli to take his title, his last performance, just a few weeks ago. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see who fights next. Um, he mentioned a, a rematch with Rigondale. I think right now he would dominate Rigondale. And I don't know if Rigondale is going to get by uh, who he's fighting next. Um, so Nito Donaire, is, you know what? Nito, Nito Donaire is an all-time great fighter. And I say this because he's one of the fighters, and I don't know if you guys know this, but he's one of the few fighters this era who had been under Yasada testing 365 days a year. Voluntarily. He voluntarily drug, took drug testing 365 days a year. So he's done this, and we know he's clean. We know he's clean. So uh, kudos, man. My hat's off to him. Um, he's 38 years old, and you know guys that small usually don't perform at that level that long, mm-hmm. so he's an anomaly, man. He's a special fighter. Yeah. Hey, uh, Tony, what do you think about uh, Oscar De La Hoya coming back in the ring with uh, Victor uh, Beltas? You know, Who's that amazing? Uh, Go ahead. No? <laughs> is, 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 is he done cross-dressing now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow! Oh my God, Tony's as bad as Bob. Oh man, amazing! Only rolls on the ground. Bush is coming, is coming to be a speaker now. Bush is coming to be a speaker. Oh my God! Hey, I grew up in Orlando, oh so I know a lot about Australia's Holy God! Oh my God! The controversy is now reaching me in stereo. <laughs> oh my God! Horrible. <laughs> oh, oh man. I knew you'd love that one. That's all I can remember on him. So. <laughs> wow. Okay. We're just we're up against our our time here. Uh, so uh, I want to thank you, Bob, for uh, coming on uh, tonight and being the. As uh, providing the entertainment for us, as well as uh, your knowledge of the. Uh, <laughs> I hope you had a lot of. Uh, hope you, <laughs> I hope you have a great uh, seafood dinner out there tonight. Uh, Tony, thanks for coming on. We appreciate all your all your backup there. And Ty, thank always you, a pleasure. Uh, again, I want to thank you uh, on the air for for last night. It was a it was a pleasure, yes, and uh, you, you added an awful sir. lot to uh, you added an awful lot to the program. So appreciate it. And I hope Nito's fighter wins tonight. Uh, yeah, I wish him be luck before thing. before he took off. Yeah, where's he fighting? You know, I don't know. I'm I'm not familiar with the card. I just knew that he had to corner the guy. So. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I'll talk to him tomorrow. Find out how the guy did. So, yeah, I'm going to call both of you guys uh, for Father's Day anyway. But uh, oh, thank you, sir. And how about uh, give us an update on the on the baby? 
Oh, she's doing well, man. She's doing well. She's she'll be a year in September. So, uh, yeah, man, I enjoy being the grandfather. I get all the love and none of the responsibility, man. I dig that. I'll tell you, I wish I had my grandkids first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> Ty, you want to lead us out? Hey, it's been a great show, man. I, you know, thanks to Tony Bob for being here. Butch, always a pleasure talking to you. Uh, peace to our Fighting Words family. Bob is our co-pilot. Coach Mel's watching over us. Doctor Chris keeps us laughing. Everyone have a beautiful and safe week. Happy Father's Day to everyone. Thank you. Tony? Same to you guys. Excellent. Thanks. Sorry I came in late. I had a little trouble getting in, but uh, thank you guys for having me again. And if anything, I learned from you guys. Trying to brush up on everything and enjoy being here. And um, God bless uh, all you guys. Happy Father's Day. And um, shout out to all the men and women in law enforcement and Marines, um, Army, everyone. Yes, sir. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, these programs are brought to you each and every night of the week in grateful appreciation. The men and women of the United States Armed Forces, the men and women Police and Fire Services, and the men and women on the front lines of COVID, um, and especially the people in the, in the uh, supermarkets that kept us fed during the pandemic. Um, we've, these programs are dedicated to those who have lost their lives in the line of duty. Debbie Robert Anthony Carroll, Patrolman David Curtis, Patrolman Jeffrey Colcap, Sergeant Thomas Banger, Patrolman Jeffrey Yazowitz, Detective Randy Bell, Detective Ricky Childers, San Diego Officer Mike Kendler, Lieutenant Mike Zerber, Newcastle County Police, Patrolman Anarfo Crispin, Lakeland PD, uh, <clears throat> Chief Al Hogo, Longbow Key Police Department, Chief Jimmy Ford, Wilmington Fire, Fire Department, Highway Patrolman Alonzo Moses, Philadelphia Police Department, Highway Patrolman Brian Lazaro, Philadelphia Highway Patrol, Highway Patrolman Brian Murphy, Philadelphia Township PA Highway Patrol, Lieutenant Bob Neary, Philadelphia Fire Department, Sergeant Mike Godwin, uh, I'm sorry, Deputy Chief Mike Godwin, Philadelphia Fire Department, Sergeant Mike Wilson, the Charlotte County Sheriff's Office, uh, Deputy, uh, Deputy uh, Charlie Kotloff, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department, uh, Deputy Jonathan Scott Pine, Orange County Sheriff's Department, Patrolman Robert Jermaine, Windermere, Florida Police Department, Trooper Chelsea Richards, Florida Highway Patrol, Lieutenant Joyce Craig Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department, uh, Sergeant James O'Connor, Philadelphia Police Department, Sergeant Rodney Bond, Delaware State Police, Captain Chris Leach, Wilmington Fire Department, Lieutenant uh, Jerry Ficus, Wilmington Fire Department, Lieutenant Artith Hope, Wilmington Fire Department, FDLE Special Inspector Vinny Galaccio, Delaware State Trooper, Sergeant uh, Corporal Stephen Bauer, Sergeant Sam Howard, Kissimmee Police Department, Patrolman uh, Mike Back, Matthew Baxter, Kissimmee Police Department, Captain Matt Letourneau, Philadelphia Fire Department, Deputy Bill Gentry, Highland County Sheriff's Department, Deputy Clay Zerba, Clay County Sheriff's Department, Deputy Natalie Corona, L.A. County Sheriff's Department, Deputy April Rodriguez, Pasco County Sheriff's Department, Officer Bob McKetchen, Biloxi, Kentucky Police Department, Trooper Joe Bullock, Iowa, Florida Iowa Patrol, Sergeant Mike LeBake, I'm sorry, Brian LeBake, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department, and Sergeant, I'm sorry, Corporal Mike Malik. Pinellas County Sheriff's Department. My brothers and sisters, although you may be 10-7 at this point in time, at some time we'll be 10-10 at the table of the Lord. Until that time, may the roads rise up to meet you. May the winds be always at your back. May the rains fall softly on your fields and the sun shine lightly on your face. 
until we meet again, can the, may the good Lord keep you and your ho- your family always in the palm of His hand.